Welcome to Into the Known, a podcast focused on helping you find the known within you. With you today are your hosts, Lisa and Cindy, and we have a very special guest with us today, Vivian. And today we are going to do a clairvoyant read on the state of the world, I guess you could say. <laughs> thank you, Vivian, for joining us. And Lisa, thank you for coming together with this idea. I don't remember which one of us brought it up, but I remember... So right now it is March 13th, Sunday, March 13th, the day of daylight savings. This is <laughs> this is commitment, everyone. Getting up early on the day, the Sunday that the time changes. Um, I remember sometime in the last two weeks, we were kind of talking about energies that we were both hitting, Lisa and I were hitting, and then talking about just this energy in the world, this collective sets of energies that we were witnessing ourselves and matching from. For me, clients and friends, Lisa, I think for you, it was a little bit more of um, your friends and your family. And then we kind of asked Vivian if she wanted to be a part of this, since it does seem to be as though there's like a energy on the planet right now that is very oppressive. And we thought it might be fun to explore. That's how I've been reading it. Lisa, what are your, what are your instincts telling you about this energy? Yeah, I know. I, I was sort of talking with both you and Vivian, and we're just, we're just looking at these you said oppressive, oppressive is a great word. I was looking at it as limits, you know, a lot of you can only have so much and you can only go so far, um, especially in the women's space. Um, that's where I saw it the most, where um, a lot of women are trying to make big changes and they're running into a lot of obstacles and uh, limits on that. And so I just, I, and I, the more people I talked to, the more I saw that we were all sort of hitting the same thing. And I said, oh, oh that's not just me. <laughs> so that that got the conversation going. Um, Vivian, I don't know if you want to chime in with anything else. but No, I think I was hitting the same thing. Just this level of frustration in the past mm, like couple of months of like trying even for myself to make big changes. But then also for my friends, watching them trying to make these big changes. And since I see like the energetic next steps that they're trying to make, just all these like, no, no, no. Yeah, I want four things. Okay, you can have one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, like just this. so when I saw this thing, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to look at all these limits on the female space. Um, so but it, it's fine. We can look at it collectively. And I agree. I do think it's hitting spirits and female bodies quite a bit differently than it's hitting spirits and male bodies. And granted, my demographic and audience is a little bit skewed, but I have men in my life that are aware of this, both clients and friends. And it does seem to be hitting the females a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. All right. Should we just jump in and see what we see? Sure. Okay. Wanderers, we're going to be quiet for a little bit. For you, it's going to sound like nothing changed. All right. What to look at first? <laughs> this a lot. Um, well, I'm going to start with our um, country. <laughs> start there. <laughs> um, and I just, I see a line of energy sort of in the middle splitting the country like half and half. And from it, it has many, it has many reasons, but the one I'm looking at right now is the female versus male dichotomy in the country right now. And there's this, mass of female energies pushing against this wall that's been thrown up and um whew, there's an uh, an orange energy in here that is almost like a distraction energy that keeps the fight going the push going instead of the healing happening sort of a don't look over there just keep you know it's like a stir the pot kind of thing all right what is the next step here I'm saying hello to the male side to this equation of what's happening. And ugh, it just looks so old. <laughs> just so old. It's like that gross green, like moldy. <laughs> That's been it's just been in the dark too long. <laughs> oh, goodness. And it's just this, it's just this bastion of fear. Um, that's keeping the fight alive here. Can I share what I'm looking at? Please. So I was looking for energy that 
Uh, it was more of a vibrational search of some oppressive energy. I've been feeling that is very much controlling and, and witnessing what's going on on the planet right now. And it's a control energy. And I know we've looked at this energy in these spaces for the podcast before. And so I started to bring that energy up again. It's a really dark blue, almost a black. And it's very, very, very old. Likely came in when we had the split of the planet and patriarchy became the underpinnings for the planet, which was thousands of years ago. And what I'm looking at is that energy is a collective consciousness energy of spirits in bodies and spirits out of bodies, both both female and male spirits, seeking a way to bring the planet back into a strong power dynamic of men versus women. And when I was looking at what the picture is that they're looking towards, that this collective energy is looking towards, it is one of almost a singular supreme leader with males almost falling into military type ranks. It's a very dystopian picture with women being absolutely subservient. And it doesn't look like an iteration that our planet has ever seen before of a social dynamic, but one that is almost utopian in its dystopian nature. Mm. And as I was saying hello to that energy and the control of that energy, the control of that energy that is not related to the human species and showed it the pictures of like, well, what you're working towards is going to result in the destruction of the human race or the human species. It became really clear that part of this energy is so stuck in control and power and dichotomy that it is fine with the destruction of the human civilizations across the across the world if it means that it wins mm -hmm. and so there's a real strong energy here of subservience and deferment that's being pushed against spirits and female bodies and even spirits and male bodies it looks like that align with the support and quality of, of females. Mm -hmm. And as I'm saying hello to it, it is just not a happy energy. And it looks like this is the ener one of the energies I've been saying hello to over the last few days as I've had myself, friends and clients come to me and say like, it just sucks right now. Like mm -hmm. I'm trying and it just sucks and I'm not feeling good about things. And what I'm interested in looking at in a moment is what is the shift that this energy is working so hard to prevent happening. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm going to do a little bit more clearing of my own space in an effort <laughs> to hope that others who can have this healing across the planet right now will get it. Yeah, that's that push that I saw on that wall between that's exactly what I was looking at. Yeah, you're talking about that I'm seeing, which might kind of what you're seeing, Cindy, or maybe not. So one of them was just the fear of accountability and how there's even a split between, I guess, like the females or the women who are trying to make changes of like, okay, you guys have to be held accountable. It's punishment time. Mm. <laughs> and other ones that are like, oh, not really. It's not like punishment time. But when I was first looking at this space and that kind of like women and men dichotomy they're arguing and there's like this space in the center that's really clear and it, I don't really know how to describe it but what I see in between that space is how maybe this is the next step or what the women are fighting for but it kind of flattens out and makes it more so like a spectrum and is trying to eliminate all this control energy but it just has nowhere to go the control sense. energy has nowhere to go. Mm. Yeah, it. Yeah, so it's kind of like I see this push to kind of be like, okay, it doesn't really have to be like women versus men. Like it could just be like a spectrum thing, and that's why I keep seeing it. It's like a spectrum, but then it's not as rigid or controlling. But then there's a lot of fear in regards to that because it doesn't. There's this picture that says, but then there's no order, and I'm like. 
(laughs) (laughs) It's like, if there's no order, there's no, you're not safe. And I'm like, okay, well, this picture is showing up for some reason. You can be order in a spectrum. It's just a different order. Yeah. Exactly. It's more a constellation. Yeah. I just feel like that, like, I see what you're looking at, um, Vivian, and then Cindy, what you were talking about, but that have to win is a very linear one side, you know, like one very linear path. Like here's the beginning, here's the end, I win. And when you look at spectrum, it's much more 3D. It's 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 more well-rounded and bigger. It's this picture that we've been working on on the planet for a while has been very flat um, and there's not much room for growth here. We I think we've reached the limit of this. We've reached the limit of what we can create from this point of view on the planet right now. And Vivian, what I see you looking at is like, okay, this is the next step. If we want to keep creating on the planet, and we got to kind of shift to this new way of looking at things. One thing that I'm saying hello to that showed up as Vivian, you were speaking, there's an ET energy here. It's an orchid, mauvey, purpley pink. And it, when I ask the energy to take shape, it looks a little bit like an animated Pixar type bug or something. And it vibrates at a female vibration. And at first, it looked like it was part of the limit, part of what was preventing the spirits and female bodies to take this next step. And the more Vivian, you were sharing what you were looking at, the more I could see that this is an ET species that wants to support this change on this planet for a lot of reasons. One being continuation of communication with spirits on our planets. It looks like they do have a physical form in another universe. And when I say hello to it, it's like there's an energy here of how to share or show the limit we have found ourselves in, in our healing and our creativity on this planet that's related to that linear and spectrum constellation energy that we're all looking at. But it's really challenging to translate that vibration into action for a human body because it is such a vibrational faith energy as opposed to, okay, well, if everyone just took a deep breath at the same time, or if we all just wrote down five things we liked, it's a very Mm -hmm. intangible energy. So I'm just saying hello to that because it does look like it is supporting the what I guess I'm going to refer to right now as a rebellion on the planet of the spirits and bodies that are rebelling against this very limiting, what I want to call patriarchal, but it's much deeper than patriarchy energy that's getting hit. Mm-hmm. And so just bringing awareness to that support that's there. Yeah, I've been working over the last couple of days about um, there's a balance between the mind and the heart, right? And so I've been really diving into this whole heart space. And it it goes to what you were just saying about faith. You know, sometimes the mind doesn't have the answer and you can't, that's, it's not there. It's in the heart. And I feel like we're getting to that place where we've been working. So like, I feel like that's why I've been having so much eyes are so tired and my head is like, ah, (laughs) I've just been working from, you know, that mind upper space. We just so heavily rely on that in our society that, and we're, we're reaching a point where you're, we have to say hello to the other side, which is the heart, and then find the balance between the two, which I think is another layer to this shift that's, that we're all hitting here. I like that picture. I just saw religion pop up. Mm, oh, yeah. I saw that this morning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I said, ooh, because as you were talking, Lisa, I just saw this huge, like, gray, almost like tidal wave come in, and I was like, yeah, they're there's the religion mm-hmm. right there. I'm gonna take a second. <laughs> say hello mm-hmm. to it. <laughs> what's what's amusing as you say hello to that religion energy, because as you both know, religion energy often shows up as academia for me, was Plato's Atlantis and that concept of a utopian dystopian society. And that vibration looks very similar to what you're saying hello to, Vivian. And as I say hello to it as well, it just it, lo- it just looks like these are the limits of the human mind and the limit of the human mind and the advancement of science and the dis- the discouragement to acknowledge what we don't know is a lot of what keeps us out of faith and trust and shift and change and creativity and healing. And it looks like that lack of faith and trust because we are so evidence-driven and we all know I love evidence, so it's not like I'm saying this that we shouldn't be, is really creating 
a more challenging time for some of this healing energy to come in and help support the destruction of some of these hierarchies that exist both energetically, but also in the physical world. So just saying hello to that too. I know we got ourselves into, we painted ourselves into a corner here. (laughs) Someone's got to be brave enough to walk across the wet paint. I know exactly. (laughs) Just say, screw it. (laughs) I'm going over there. (laughs) There's that, that voiceover from TikTok and reels. Um, it is time or something. It's a, I want to say it almost sounds like Robin Williams. Anyway, that's what this reminds me of. <laughs> I don't know. Just like as you were looking at this religious energy, I feel like there's, um, I kind of have a part to play in this shift a little bit. I mean, they need to shift too, but um, that idea of like saying hello to faith again, you know, and trust in a higher power is sort of the vibration. Well, at the, you know, at the root of it, that's the vibration they hold. And then it gets sort of messy as you layer on all the, all the things on top of that um well there's a challenge energy around the phrase higher power yeah that's part of what stops just stops (laughs) yeah and i just i feel like it's it's that whole thing of i'm right you're wrong you know it's the us versus them you know thing that we're just bumping up against everywhere right my religion is better than yours mine is the right one yours isn't you know that kind of a thing and um it's the same thing, you know, male versus female, you know, political side versus political side. It's just all the same pattern just showing up in different places, which is all tied back to that original picture that you were looking at, Cindy, in the in the beginning. I have to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there has to be a winner and a loser. Mm-hmm. There's an urgency to some energy that I'm saying hello to. It's a set of pictures that almost look like dominoes. and the each one is a female spirit of some sort and it looks like all of them have taken bodies at some point and there's thousands of them like if i just look at it it's a very long line of dominoes and it looks like there's been a shift okay hold on let me take a step back because there's two points to be made so this domino of energy is all the times that female spirits specifically female spirits uh have come into body to try to raise the vibration of the planet and bring awareness to the control energy on the planet and the energy that gets channeled through bodies that are in power. The other energy I was saying hello to a couple moments ago that just showed right back up is that we've stepped out of a space and time to quote unquote heal our planet and stepped into a space and time to quote unquote, heal ourselves, heal Mm -hmm. our society, heal our civilization. Because without that type of healing, it doesn't matter if we save the planet is Mm -hmm. is what the picture is. So we've really had to switch what the focus has been, or we, it is time to consider switching what the focus is. Mm -hmm. And then there's this energy, if anyone else is seeing it, I'd really love to see, love to hear what you see in it. There's this religious-esque energy, and for whatever reason, it shows up as a Mormon energy over the U.S., kind of not actually where Utah is, much more, it's, it's in the middle of the country, but much closer like Michigan and the Great Lakes. And when I say hello to it, it's all of these pictures of times when women were incredibly oppressed. And it's not just Mormonism. It's just that's what the picture looks like. There's some other um, highly dichotomous controlled religions where women are much have much less power than men. And as an energy, what I see it keeps trying to do is like rain, like allow its energy to become rain and go over these places to be more or less like imbued into the body. It's a very bizarre picture. But if anyone's seeing that and has anything to share, I'd totally here for it Hmm. that's interesting it's almost like it's imbuing the energy in the land itself Mm. which i i having lived in two different places can see that um there's definitely um it's sort of like a a leeching kind of like you know (laughs) (laughs) there's a belief system and that belief system becomes so strong um, because of everyone's agreement with it, it it just becomes part of the land itself. And I, I definitely see that um, in the Northeast. There's definitely some very strong cultural beliefs there. And I, I, it, it looks exactly the same as what you're looking at here in this um, 
Michigan picture. But it's funny. It's this whole, you suck, but I need you. Yeah. <laughs> <kind of> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Women are terrible, but I need you. You have to, you know, <laughs> you have to, you have to keep us alive, right? <laughs> so it's just a terrible trap. <laughs> Everyone at a point where if I asked a question, we could look at a different way of looking at this energy. Yeah, let's do it. I'm good. Okay. What happens when we ask the question, what is the shift happening on the planet right now? Yeah, I like that question. I see this as like red orange energy sort of like bubbling up to the surface it's almost like the molten core is like coming up creating a new new layer <laughs> on the planet that's the first thing i saw i just saw explosions <laughs> yeah <laughs> i took a step further i was like everything's just exploding i see it more so like with the i don't know why i this modern time or maybe you know in the 2000 or like 1900s how there's this big shift where we're realizing everything how we worked before just isn't gonna work and it's either gonna be I think as we said before like destroyed and shifted or we're just gonna combust ourselves <laughs> so that's the picture mm -hmm. that I'm sitting there it's like we either destroy it to at least partially rebuild it or we're gonna destroy ourselves the picture I see as you both share is it's it's a very sexist picture so i'm gonna contextualize it that way the picture is very much we let men try to build the world and they did not do a good job so now it's time for women to come into the leadership power roles and when i look at that energy it has a very strong historical and archaeological trajectory and shift to the point where i get pulled back to like Neanderthal time when we had Homo sapiens and Neanderthals on the planet at the same time and how different their civilization and society looked and how much more equality and equity there was and how industrialization, as we've looked at before, is kind of, I think it was industrial. Well, it was the rise of Egypt, um, when we looked at the planet's history, the universe's history before, that was where we saw the planet Earth start to go into stagnation was the rise of this of civilizations on this planet like Egypt and the South American Mesoamerican ones and so there's this energy of we gave authority and power and leadership into spirits and male bodies in, and it's not even so much men as the ideas and concepts that are created by male energy and and obviously as females we can create concepts and ideas from a male perspective and that that didn't work because it led to these dichotomous power structures and dynamics. And so now there's, it's like a destruction. And I do, Vivian, see that destruction energy and that implosion. And as I say hello to it, it's, it's almost like the male control energy is just holding on so, so tightly and would rather see everything destroyed than acquiesce to a different picture, a different way of doing things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get stuck a little bit when we say, okay, okay, male energy or patriarchal energy, you ran the show for a while, you, you effed it up. So now it's our turn. And that to me feels dichotomous too. It is. Yep. So it I'm like, it's is. the same damn pattern. <laughs> yeah. Well, because of the dichotomy and part of that looks like the only way for this other vibration and and when i look at the vibrations and i strip out it being male or female energy it is just about control and the way in which things are created it looks like part of the reason it's so dichotomous is it's the only way it might have a chance in hell of coming to the planet is by mm. being that strong which actually given the current state of this um the country or the world it's very unlikely to come at that level of battle i don't think that sentence made sense yeah <laughs> close like I almost had it yeah not quite there <laughs> so it's really more of a, you're looking at the energy as a force like it needs that much yeah, force that through. yeah the mm -hmm. only way that energy of change looks like it it as a consciousness or collective consciousness thinks it's going to have any sort of grounding or anchoring on the planet is to come in in such a force that it meets what is the current landscape where it is and is just simply stronger 
Mm-hmm. And it is a di- it still remains a dichotomous picture. I'm just wondering, is this dichotomy thing, is that like set in stone on this planet? Like it has to be a dichotomous planet? When you ask that question, what I see is the answer is no, but it's the constraint of the human mind. Ah, gotcha. Which goes back to the heart thing that I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. When it goes back to that idea of linear spectrum and constellation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Those three are three different pictures. Yeah, it, it looks like there's a big limit on the brain. They say you are much more versed on the heart than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm digging into it again. I've been separated from it for a while. And I'm like, hmm, I think I need to get back in there. <laughs> for me um working this the heart energy is like getting it's connecting back to source theta god supreme being you know it's that um direct communicate i feel like direct communication with this with that level is easier through the heart chakra than through the mind like it just just gets (laughs) distorted (laughs) because of the limits of the mind yeah the picture as you share that is really pretty um it it literally looks like just a vibration of yellow orange energy that comes from somewhere else in the universe as a collective energy then and can be focused into the heart chakra and in, mm-hmm. into species across the planet yeah but it, it does look like source theta god supreme being etc in this particular picture it looks like it's a collective consciousness energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just that it's an energy, it's a vibration. There's no language to it. Right. Can I ask another question? Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> what is the energy of the challenge to the shift that's trying to happen on the planet right now? And maybe we need to go back and rearticulate what we see the shift being that's trying to come in so that it's not such a dichotomous picture. Yeah, I just keep going back to that picture of the 2D versus 3D, like 2D way of looking at things very linear and where it's more robust and there's more angles or not angles, but there's more dimensions to it, depth to it. Yep. So if we, if we acknowledge that the shift that this planet and the people on it right now are trying to create is to shift out of two dimension into three dimension or whatever the dimensions are, what energy challenges the ability to bring that change to the planet? And so what I saw right away, um, all this like grief and suffering of like, Oh, all of that suffering that we went through and it's all for nothing. Like, all those thousands of years of oppression and just to restructure it when we could have done it sooner so it's just i just see all this pain um that's lighting up um there's a lot of manipulation as well Uh, i'm just saying hello to it yeah yeah i saw the same thing it was the history of fear and pain on this planet um, and being able to let go of that is hard. And I think for a couple of reasons, one, what you were looking at, Vivian, like, oh, was it all for naught? No. Um, and then another thing is I'm just used to it. Like, this is all I know. I don't remember anything different. Um, so that's that's another one that I'm, I'm looking at, too, on the planet. And like, there's no like it's a hopeless thing, you know. This is all I know, and this will all that will all this is all that will ever be. Um, and I think that's part of a, a manipulation. There's some manipulation behind that to keep people at that level of pain and suffering. Because if you have no hope, you can't get yourself out of it. But um, I just want to say hello to that idea. I think it's important to record this one. <laughs> is that time doesn't matter? It doesn't matter if it was a million years or a thousand years of pain and suffering, as long as you you get there who cares like it doesn't matter how long it takes and it wasn't all for naught because we couldn't have gotten here without it (laughs) (laughs) i'm just watching all these different pain pictures just pop up um some of them are pretty intense and brutal brutal it's like so you're telling me that's why i got murdered i'm like okay calm down spirit calm down like, like I, I get why you're mad. I get why you're mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's part of it too. It's sort of, um, there's been a suppression of all this fear and pain, you know, like just stuff it, just stuff it, just keep moving, keep moving, just stuff it. No, we, we haven't processed it really or let it go or you don't really have to process all of it, but acknowledge it on both sides. I see it as a lack of validation for what's been going on for the past 
um, yeah, like few thousands of years and just how there's almost this need to have it validated by all these oppressive energies, which <laughs> I doubt that's going to happen <laughs> by religion, mm-hmm. by men, by people who held power, who took advantage of it. Um, so I'm just going to validate it myself and be like, well, I see it. Mm-hmm. They probably won't, but hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe and I like, it looks like that picture you were looking at in my space where you said, um, you're a little kid and you have a cut on your arm and you're like showing everyone like it hurts it hurts <laughs> you know you're just looking for that <laughs> looking for that validation from someone else <laughs> just not getting it <laughs> yeah yeah that's hello to that that's really good vivian saying hello to that validating it and giving them space to vent and be like here's your venting circle you can vent <laughs> just let it out <laughs> Let's normalize venting circles. Yes, I like that. Oh, I, I love it. I usually say, oh, it's a venting time. I have stuff to vent about. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of shifting slightly, I think. I don't know. Go ahead. Um, I've been saying hello to the energy of hopelessness because I realized mm-hmm. as both of you were sharing and looking at the most recent energies, my entire body went into, well, this is pointless and Mm -hmm. there's no amusement. And I realized I was starting to match the hopelessness on the planet, which I think is what is really the driver for the reading for me is to address some of this hopelessness and lack of agency and victimhood energy that's there. And it's hard because when I go to say hello to that energy, I see why it's so prevalent. I see the power of the control energy on the planet right now and the challenge to acknowledging it, to showing that there might be something senior to it, both on a a spiritual level, but a physical level too. And I don't have a solution. I just want to bring awareness that there is a very, very strong hopelessness here that when I look at it compared to previous times that I've looked at a hopelessness energy, like in the last two years, we've done a few collective readings and I've seen this energy. It looks like people are just tired. Mm -hmm. They're just tired and they can't fight anymore. And some of the energy that I've been saying hello to is a lot of oppression against women across the world, not just in the United States and how tired everyone is. And some of it goes back to the picture Vivian, you were looking at, which is like, well, couldn't we have made change sooner? And then that's met with, well, you're not making change now. And it, it, yeah, it looks and feels very helpless and very hopeless and as though nothing is going to happen. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah. I just see um, when I'm looking at that hopelessness, it's this, I see it as a spike of energy that it, it blocks the flow of um, energy on the planet and it also like it just slows it down it's almost like a dam in a river right like the energy of the planet so i'm just seeing it right now sort of as this big giant river and there's this like big giant spike of hopelessness and it just slows it way 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 down which is um i'm seeing two parts to it one is it's a tool being used to keep the status quo going you know just be hopeless there's nothing you can do you know i'm gonna it's sort of like the jedi mind trick you would believe there is no hope <laughs> um, <laughs> um and the other one i it, it just keeps coming back to for me anyway it keeps coming back to that mind heart thing where we're trying to solve this from the mind and the mind's not going to be able to do it it just can't, it can only take you so far. Like you can't, it's not going to take you over the finish line here. So we have to go at this from a different um, perspective. And it goes back to what you were saying, um, Cindy, about looking within instead of trying to fix the external. Like we can't save the planet if we don't uh, get our, our own self in order, which I just see there's a lot of resistance to this idea because uh, um it's a harder thing to see progress right like if you change things externally you see immediate things right but if you start changing things internally it's a little bit different and there's a belief that that doesn't work like that won't work as you're sharing lisa and i'm so like i'm not gonna say this and i'm like nope you have to say it because you're (laughs) something's telling you not to i am matching that hopeless energy so strongly right now and on a body level of like you're right. There's not 
we have tried for so long to create change on this planet. We have spent the last two plus years collectively focusing on changing this planet and all that shift and adjustment and desire for an increased vibration or, you know, all of the things that the wellness and spirituality community has been discussing has not made any difference on from one perspective. And so the entirety of myself right now is like, yeah, no, this is actually hopeless because the people that are in power are going to remain in power because they have such strong mechanisms of control, both on a body level, but also an energetic level that it will be right now. My, my entire body's like, no, this is just the end. Like you were just mm. a part witnessing. You got to witness the beginning and now you get to witness the end. And it's really challenging to unmatch from that, to find amusement, to say that's illusionary. There's always space to create change. And if anyone else feels like that, whether it's someone listening to this or the women in line, it it is not something that I'm finding ease coming out of or unmatching from. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was just looking at that last night <laughs> as I was talking with my husband. I'm like, well, <laughs> this might be it. <laughs> I was hitting that energy to Cindy uh, and I've been hitting it kind of on and off for the past few months and the thing that kind of gets me out of it or like the thing that I'm using right now to get out of it is just fire just running my anger Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just being pissed and also just um, validating the change that I've seen other women take a step for themselves even if it's as small as like I'm gonna quit my toxic workplace or I'm going to say no to this one request because I said that this was my boundary. So I don't know why, but apparently anger and fire and burning stuff down is working for me right now. I'll, I'll let you know in a week if, I, <laughs> if I'm a puddle of tears. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. The energy that I'm hitting or looking at is not I'm hitting it. The energy I keep looking at is the restriction of women's rights in the U.S. right now and how they're just continuing to get more and more restrictive across state lines and how there is a part of me that is just tired of watching it, just tired of seeing the stupidity and the idiocy and the ability for people to not understand and have basic logic and intellect. And it is making it really challenging to unmatch from this energy because I can see how this energy exists and why it exists. And there are times where it's just easier to match it and be a part of it. And Mm. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't think that it's comfortable to match, but it is definitely easier to match it than to try and fight it constantly. And I think that's part of it for me is my fatigue and defeatism comes in on an energy of I we, all of us in this line, have been fighting this for our entire lives and only heightened in the last two plus years. And it's tiring. It's fatiguing. And there's mm-hmm. not, for me, I know I'm being like the wet blanket of the group, but like there's not, <laughs> hope, there's not hope on the horizon. Like I don't see there being hope on the horizon of any of the energies I've been saying hello to, even the ones that want to support and create change on this planet where I'm sitting in the energy that I can't unmatch from doesn't allow there to be the idea that change is actually even possible. Mm -hmm. And not because I don't want it to be, but because that's how strong the energy for me right now feels and looks. Mm -hmm. That's why I get so frustrated. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) No, 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 it's all good. Yeah. I'm just seeing like, as you're talking, I just, I just see all these like war pictures and like, you know, um, we we're fighting this energy like it's a war and I don't know if that's quite the right approach. <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's just the, that's the only picture I saw when we we're looking at it. Well, the, you just reminded me of a picture I saw when we first opened up and I didn't mention it. I just wanted to see how it was going to play out and it's still there. There is an energy that's above everything that vibrates higher than the chaos. I'll call it chaos, the chaos on the planet and everything I just said. And it almost looks like, the layers of the atmosphere, the stratosphere, and there is a vibration that's higher. It's just really hard to see and then try to match because it's like you're trying to get through the layers of these other energies. And it's like, okay, well, I'll just go around them, except that energy is like an atmosphere. And so it's everywhere. You have to go through it to get to this higher vibration to refine that hope and to refine that change and to re how this could be 
challenged in other ways. The the energy that you just talked about, Lisa, really is a body response, but there's no other we as spirits and bodies don't know another way, right? Like we don't know how to fight something and act like it's not war or to not fight or to not disagree with it or challenge it. Cause that's all we've seen and known, but spirit and heart obviously have different ways of going about things. So I do see the energy that other people are able to tap into to keep their optimism, their faith, their healing abilities. And what, what you're talking about, Lisa, is in there as well on, like, how do you combat this? And even the language mm-hmm. we use to talk about it is, like, combat, fight, mm-hmm. challenge. Mm-hmm. It's it's all very body-oriented. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it is there. I do see it. I just, it's really hard to match it. Yeah, it's, um, I've run into this energy a lot where you just can't see any, it's like wearing these glasses that you can't take off your face, right? That makes you see these horrible things and you can't see, you can't see anything good anymore. Um, even though there are good things happening, <laughs> you just can't see them. <laughs> and this is the energy that I'm saying hello to. Looks like the energy that has people wanting to live off grid and has mm-hmm. people wanting to mm-hmm. not participate in the political systems, which serves the political systems for people to people who could challenge or be an alternate perspective. It serves them to not let them find that vibration. This is the energy of people, the ener- The part of this energy that I'm saying hello to is the part that I'm aligned with right now, which is I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I've gotten nothing. And so I just, I don't want to be a part of it, but I also don't want to try anymore. And mm-hmm. there's definitely a sector or a vibration within that higher vibration of those people. And it looks like that's kind of step one for a lot of people. And then once they work through where they've been matching and where the lower vibrations or control is in their space, and as it clears, they can start to go, oh, wait, I can be a catalyst of change. Oh, wait, I can bring healing. I can mm-hmm. change my thinking. So, I mean, there's obviously hope there's, there's always going to be hope, but accessing it right now, it it's hard. So I have another fun question. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Why is the desire for this change so challenging, so problematic? <laughs> who Who is getting offended? I know, it's so funny. Well, like, I, the first thing I heard, well, it really isn't. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought when I was writing it down, but I mean, obviously it is. If it wasn't a problem, then we would already be embracing it. I know. Well, and it's true essence, it isn't. But I know. <laughs> when it gets filtered through all of our pictures, it becomes a problem. Yes. <laughs> I lost my neutrality. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely not neutral if I answered yes right away. <laughs> or it's not a problem, I should say. Yeah. My The answer I see is that control energy, and I'm now hesitant to even say it's male control because I'm seeing how much that concept of male control is actually a human mind construct as opposed mm-hmm. to a heart vibrational construct, because that's how I'm seeing the difference between the mind and the heart right now mm-hmm. from what you've shared, Lisa. And I, the other question I wrote down, and it's something I think we've looked at previously in an episode, and if not, we've we've definitely discussed it um, in our sleep space, is who is this council that's in control of this planet? Like, mm-hmm. what do they get out of having this planet be in the state that it's in? Mm-hmm. And the frustrating part, because we all know I don't like simulation theory, is that that's the energy around it. Is like, if you look at it as though there is energies in control of this planet, my brain automatically goes, okay, so it's like game theory, simulation theory. And like, we're really just the avatars for some other consciousness taking care of or controlling our planet. And I, I don't believe that that does not resonate with me, but that is what my brain tells me. And so when I look at that question of like, why is this change a problem? The energy that lights up for me is the, the, ener- the energies that are in control of this planet, whether they're in body or not, is what makes this a problem. They yeah. don't want this change because they lose power and they lose strength because there's power in worship and there's power in belief. And so they lose, it's almost like a God picture. Like they lose their Godship if we create change and then they, who are they when they're not in power? Who are they when they're not trying to control something? Mm-hmm. They being a collection of energies i guess consciousnesses honestly like as you're talking about that i um i see the supreme being kind of working on that council um starting to dissolve it 
And I think so it's sort of um, coming from above and below, I guess I would describe it. <laughs> As above, so below. Yeah. So it's sort of, you know, this desire to change out of this um, way of thinking coming from, you know, beings and bodies going, hmm, this isn't right. And then um, the council as the root, one of the root causes for it. Um, and then the Supreme being sort of stepping in, helping to start to dissolve this. So I can see it's almost like, it's it's like what you're saying. It's like the last desperate attempt to hold on to this thing and keep it going. I just, I don't see it. I mean, I don't know time-wise, who knows how long it would take, but I just don't see this thing lasting. It's not going to last. It not lasting could mean millennia. Yeah, I know. It's true. It's true. I know. It's I just want to throw that in there. I know. I, like, there's a hope picture here of like, oh, we might we might see the dissolvement of it. And I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. And then the picture of time runs different. Time is a human construct. Like, I was like, oh, okay. So just because it looks like to us it's going to happen soon mm-hmm. doesn't mean that's how it's going to go. Yeah. In physical time. Yeah, I know. It's true. <laughs> not to play, con- not to be contrary, but. It's just, I keep going back to these 70s pictures of a similar, it was like, this is a similar shift pattern that happened then, you know, with the whole like hippie movement and all that stuff in Vietnam going on and uh, people dropping out and all this stuff. It's not the same, but it's a similar um, shift. But it is kind of the same because we're literally fighting the same social... Yeah. We're fighting for the same social changes that that were being fought in the 70s. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating in and of itself. And there was a war going on half a world away at the time, although the U.S. was actively part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm also seeing, too, um, there's a shift into starting to more and more and more acknowledge what can't be seen with physical eyeballs. <laughs> So is is that the piece that makes this time different? I think so. Okay. That looks like the shift that's different now is that people are uh, opening up to the idea that there's more more to this world than just what you can perceive. There's more to be seen than has ever been seen. Yeah. (laughs) More to do than has ever been done. Oh, what's that from? Lion King. Ah. Yeah, I definitely, and I think there's there's a lot of fear around that too. Like, holy crap! Like, what? There's this whole energetic realm like beyond what I'm used to. Um, so I think that is also fueling some of the angst about this change and shift that's that's happening. Though I'm getting really excited about it. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I had I had shown the the question energetically of like, where's the hope? And then you totally saw the picture and just started finding the hope. (laughs) I'm deciding I'd like to go back to the universe where um, Nelson Mandela died in the 80s because I feel like the end result there might have been slightly uh, brighter than the planet that we're in now. That we're in right now, yeah. like to shift back to that version of the world. So is anyone seeing energies that are archetypal or collective energies that are supporting this shift if we're if, if, if it is desired to focus on how to bring hope to this planet, which it sounds like we're all kind of on the same page of not wanting to just stay in the muck, are there things that are there? In other words, if people are listening to this, is there something that we can offer them of like, if you meditate, there's this energy or it's not all bad. Like, is there, where's, where's our silver lining here? Because <laughs> I am not seeing one, which is why I'm asking. And, and I'm not used to not seeing one. <laughs> I'm not used to being feeling this defeated. It's been a long time that I've hit this mm-hmm. level of defeatism as an energy. I mean, the Supreme being shows up to, for me immediately, immediately. Um, and then oh, it, apparently I'm angry at the Supreme being. Ah, there you go. That, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had those moments. I'm like, look, we got to have a talk. <laughs> it's been a while. Again, it's been a while since I've been angry at the Supreme being. But my response, like when you said that was like, why aren't you doing something? Like, I get it. You are mm. neutral and you that is not your job. But at the same time, if we destroy the physicality of this planet, the Supreme Being's role has to shift completely. Mm-hmm. So okay, I'm clearly angry. <laughs> <laughs> so you um, are seeing the Supreme Being as being a beacon of change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot like that. I just see the Supreme being as a central core to it. And then there are like supportive entities all around it. Um, I mean, Mary shows up quite strongly for me anyway, um, from a female vibration. 
I'm seeing a lot of Christ force energy getting like dumped on the planet right now. <laughs> I also see, um, cause I was, I was looking at that question again, like what's the silver line or like, could we offer a silver lining to listeners? And I keep going back to that idea that you were talking about, about reconnecting into yourself and, you know, finding that communication channel with your higher self, the part that is most directly connected to source, supreme being, all of it, you know, it's the the most neutral you. Like I see that as a really important step for people to start saying hello to. Um, And honestly, I just keep like getting the answer, like whichever archetypal being resonates with you is the one to work with. You know, for me right now it's Mary, but it could be, it could be any, any, it could be a goddess. Any archangel. Yeah. It could be an archangel. Yeah. mm -hmm. One thing that I see as being of value is being present in the physical body. Mm-hmm. And this is something Vivian has taught me a lot about in the last few months and just being making use of your time so that it's not just spent with rumination. And one of my teachers recently shared like that, t- that hour is going to go by no matter what. So how do you want to spend that hour? I and mean, it was in relation to working out um, in the conversation, but that resonates here as, we can sit back and we can ruminate over this and talk about the hopelessness and the challenges, or we can spend time finding our joy or our enthusiasm and set the intention that that vibrational shift on a singular level can hopefully shift others around us so that over time it can become a planetary thing. The challenge I see with that is for whatever reason, we always fall, default to the lowest vibration in the room, which this is the energy that healers have been hitting for the last week or two, I'm realizing now, which is healers, ourselves included, are trying to raise the vibration. And then we go into a room and it's everyone's just matching the lowest one. And it's really, it takes more work to, to elevate than it does to go down. And so just the value in the intention setting and mock-ups around that, but also the embodiment of joy, enthusiasm, healing, whatever the vibrations are that you like to embody, that looks Mm -hmm. really helpful as well. Yeah. Like I'll give an example for me. I've really um, started tapping into sound meditation and music. Oh my God, that's such a big help for me. Cause I was trying, you know, I'm like, where's my joy? Where is it? I can't see it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then I remembered how important like sound and music is to me. And I started going, okay, I'm going to meditate with music. Like, why not? (laughs) So there's, there's a picture that came forward as you said this. And I don't, we all know I don't like, I don't do porpoises. I hate dolphins. I hate whales, et cetera. But the picture that came forward is how much they are trying to heal underwater. And I remember Mm. somebody in the last year or two sharing their affinity towards those animals Mm -hmm. and how they really enjoy listening to whale song as an example. And as you were talking, I'm realizing that some of that whale song is not just for communication across hundreds of thousands of miles, but in fact is also doing some vibrational shift, just like cat purrs are known Mm -hmm. to be healing. So Mm -hmm. that's really cool. Thank you for sharing the music part. Yeah, you're welcome. And that was me, by the way. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the whales. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but I remember having a conversation with someone about it. Okay. Yep, that, that would be well, that me. Was me <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I'm not looking at anything else. Uh-huh. I think I'm pretty, to- I'm pretty, pretty toasty right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm more than happy to conclude. All right. Well, we'll call that a reading.